Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla, and we're so happy you could join us. But before we get into the world, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for your faithfulness and your kindness that you've shown towards us, Lord. And we thank you for the character that you're building up on the inside of us so that we bear that image of Christ, Lord, that we're mature in the things of God, and in malice we are babes, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to get into the word again, Lord, to learn and grow in our relationship with you. And we ask that you'll guide us into all truth and show us things to come. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. almighty name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. So glad to have you with us as we, as you just stated, Layla, are about to get into the word and continue our study in the book of Hebrews. We're in chapter six and we're continuing our discussion focusing on verses 13 through 20. So whether you're just joining us for the first time or rejoining us, I want to encourage you to pause the episode now and just take the opportunity to read through that section of scripture and make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. 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 All right. And now the floor is open, as is our custom, to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. Or I promise. Well, the Lord was showing me, we read inside of about the first verse where it talks about how that since God could not make a greater oath, he swore by himself, that is the Lord, to Abraham. And we see here that we left off talking about the last episode, talking about how that the Lord made the promise and how because he made the promise, he would not go back on it. And we also have to realize here that when the Lord makes the promises also on our part to uphold it. You see with Abraham, he couldn't just lay back and go, well, Lord, you made this promise, so I don't have to do anything. He actually had to work for it and allow the Lord to bless him. Mm-hmm. And how a lot of times when we think of work, we think of actual physical labor, but a lot of times it's also having faith inside of what the Lord has told us. Oh, I'd like to bring you to James... Actually, I'll just phrase it. Where it talks about that whoever doubts will not receive what he asks for, no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. James so, chapter 1. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mommy. So the same applies for us. If we're just... We know the Lord will not break his oath. And and since it's not the Lord breaking the oath, but it's us. We read inside of Jeremiah, I believe, where it talks about how that the Lord will be our God and we will be his people. In order for us to do that, we'd actually have to be doing what the Lord tells us to do. So the faith has to be in action, just to make it clear for the listeners, right? So yes, the Lord made a promise, but we also have a, and in that promise, it was a covenant. Just the Lord's will, his plan, his purpose, and the destiny track he had for Abraham. And what you're saying, just, just to make it clear, is that Abraham had a role in that covenant. It wasn't just one-sided, the Lord towards Abraham, right? Yes. Okay. Neither is it one-sided, the Lord towards you or me or Mm -hmm. anyone on this earth. Mm -hmm. We have a a role, a part to play in that covenant. And what you're ultimately getting at is 
that it's a demonstration of our faith. Our faith is then, if you will, put in action. It is seen, it is observed by doing the things the Lord has for us to do. Is that right? Yes. yes. Okay. Just want to make that clear for the listeners in case there was you know, any uncertainty there. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a doing of one time. There has to be a continuation Amen. in our faith-filled actions. Abraham, his name was initially Abram, and God changed his name so that he would begin to call himself what he was not presently. And the scripture says, call those things that be not as though they were. So that Abraham will begin to use his faith and verbalize what he was believing God concerning. Abraham didn't just go, I'm Abraham one time and then sit down and go, I did it. I had some faith filled action. Where you at, Lord? No, he had to continually persist until the manifestation came and beyond that in addition to the other things that he had to do to demonstrate his faith. And he also had to wait patiently for Sarah to bring her faith into position so that she would be able to conceive because God made it very clear that it wasn't going to be via surrogate. It wasn't going to be via adoption. It wasn't going to be via another woman. It was going to be his wife, Sarah, that, gave birth to Isaac, who was specifically talked about, but then it also had an application to additional children. But the Lord was specifically talking about um, Isaac would come forth through Sarah, but Sarah had to have her own faith because she was past the age of bearing children as well. And Abraham could not make Sarah have faith. He couldn't make her womb come back to life. He could agree with her and support her faith with his, but he also had to endure and remain faithful even while she was getting her faith together, right? Because if you remember back to when God came and spoke to her, they were on their way to Sodom and Gomorrah, she laughed, she eavesdropped, and then Uh she laughed at what she heard when she was eavesdropping when the Lord told Abraham next year she's going to have a child. So she didn't even believe it at that particular moment. So that was part of his walk, and it took at least 20 years from the time that the Lord initially called him from his father's house to when he received the promise, at least 20 years, he had to continue and endure and keep his faith filled attitude operational during that time. Yes, mommy. And he didn't give up and quit. He didn't say, well, Lord, I believed you one time and you didn't show up and deliver. So I'm done with this. And he didn't go, well, I did it one time and that's enough. He kept going. He kept believing. He kept having faith. He kept having faith and he kept being faithful. Promise. Did you have anything else you wanted to say on that point, sweetheart? No. Oh, okay. Well, good. It brings me to my, (laughs) my point that I actually want to talk about, which is a transition here. Um, Verse 19, it says this hope we have as an anchor of Mm -hmm. the soul, both sure and steadfast and which enters the presence behind the veil. So thinking about that phrase, an anchor of the soul, the soul is where your mind, will, and emotions, your intellect, and your reasoning reside. How you think about things, what you feel about it, right? And thoughts. So he was saying that the steadfastness, the immutability 
of God's character and his nature and the fact that he cannot lie. He will not lie. He is never unfaithful. He does not forget his promises is something that we should use to come to um, verse 18 says strong consolation that we should have strong consolation that what God said he's able to and willing to and will perform, but also let that ground us kind of think of it like a kite blowing in the wind. The wind wants to take that kite wherever, but if it, the little tail of it is tacked down to the ground and anchored to the ground, the kite, it may blow in the wind. It may, but it's not going to blow away, right? It's not going to be carried off. It's not going to be lost because it's anchored. And sometimes when we have to endure for any length of time or what God says to us is so great it's beyond natural reasoning and natural hope and natural strength. There can be great pressure to quit, great pressure to give up. Well, it's been 10 days already, Lord, should I keep hoping? Or it's been 20 years already, Lord, should I keep hoping? It's been, you know, however long, or this so complicated, Lord, should I keep hoping? Or there's so many people involved that have to come into alignment. Should I keep hoping? Should I keep my faith active? And the word is telling us to let the assurance the consolation in the fact that God, it is impossible for him to lie, that he's a finisher, that he is, um, his counsel will stand and that he put his name and his word on it. Let that bring rest and stability, confidence and strength to our thoughts, to our emotions, to our, um, endurance as we are facing the pressure to quit because rest assured Abraham was under intense pressure every time he told his name to someone they looked around you don't have any kids right they because they took names literally then not to mention the adversary coming and pressing against his mind you ain't never gonna have no kids that old lady over there ain't gonna never had no baby you know this never have a thine baby you know (laughs) or whatever the language was of the day i'm sure they're speaking um hebrew and arabic of whatever it was that they were saying the adversary is the same wicked being now that he was then well just just to add to your point as you already pointed out sarah had had an issue she didn't believe initially so he also had to combat that and hold fast to the word of the Lord for himself and for his spouse. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot. And, and, and I bring that up because oftentimes Satan, the adversary, will attempt to use people, whether it's they're in knowledge or wittingly know that they are in league or being used by the adversary or unwittingly. Mm-hmm. So all things for us to consider, we shouldn't be unaware of the schemes of the enemy. Mm-hmm. But we also need to guard our heart and ensure, well, heart, soul, and body, and ensure that we are not cooperating with the enemy's plans. Amen. Amen. And, you know, Sarah, she was on board at one point. That's why she came up with the bright idea of Hagar. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't on board fully for the plan and the pathway that God wanted to take. And then maybe she got discouraged because Abraham had talked about this for a really long time. And it seemed awesome at first, but after time... Our hope failed, but Abraham had to continue to endure Mm -hmm. so that the moment that she got her faith together, God didn't now have to go and wrangle Abraham and scoop him up and get him together. Abraham had to remain faithful because God promised him and God and trust and know that God was going to do whatever needed to get everyone else in line. And 
remember that God is the one who turns the heart. So he's able. He knew that he needed to show up at that moment, catch Sarah eavesdropping in the tent, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Bust her out, if you will, pop her little bubble and go, no, I did say it. You did laugh. And, you know, but that was enough to stir her and her little, her personality to go, oh, okay, all right. And then she had just enough of a window for God to complete his plan of having her faith. But the promise came directly to Abraham and Sarah was a joint heir with him. So as you go through your life, remember, America loves microwave opportunities. Humanity loves instant gratification, Mm -hmm. but God is not that way. He has a time and a season for everything. And our job is to receive it instantly as in our faith takes hold of it and believes God it's always present with us and we accept it and it's real to us here and now and we understand that the Lord will bring it about in his timing and we are to remain faithful and active and in a in alignment with the Lord and fellowship and communion with the Holy Spirit so we're able to hear his guidance Um, and just a quick note about um, faith in this regard there are times like, so for Isaac, there was a, a defined time on God's timeline for Isaac to come forward, right? Because God had a wife planned for Isaac, but if Isaac was out of season with that, he would have missed that opportunity, right? So he had a yes, perfect mommy. time that Isaac was going to be born. His, his date was already written on the map, just like Christ's date of birth of coming into the earth was already written in, on God's timeline. That was not going to be altered, right? Even though Abraham was old, God could overcome that. He had a specific time that he was going to bring him forward. So that is different, has a different um, faith response than something like Daniel. You guys remember when Daniel prayed for the answer to a dream that he had? Yes, ma'am. And there was delay in that answer coming. But then when the angel came, he told Daniel behind the scenes, what happened? The moment you prayed, the Lord sent me, he sent word, he sent the answer, but a demonic force got in his way. Right. And then yes, mommy. the, the, the demonic spirit delayed the answer coming to Daniel until Michael came and helped the other angel that was bringing the word. Right. Yes. yes. Mommy. Okay. So that gives us insight into that that particular case wasn't about the birth of someone or a particular event that Daniel was seeking the answer on or looking for assistance from the Lord. So that was something God released right then and there, but Daniel didn't experience it at that moment, not because God hadn't released it or not because God was saying, I have a time set aside for this, appointed for this. It was the adversary trying to cause delay. So for us, we need to be aware of that and understand how to navigate the, the differences, the, the intricacies between those, we call that a nuance between the two, whether something is on God's divine timeline and it has an appointed time. And yes, we're believing for it all this way, but it's not going to come to pass until this time frame arrives. And that's by God's divine appointment, right? So we couldn't have yes, ushered in the Messiah coming into the earth the first time faster because God had an appointed time for him, right? Yes, and even nice. now, God has an appointed time for his return. We can't make him come sooner. God, that's not even the son knows, only the father, right? Yes, yes. mommy. Yes. So that's appointed on God's timeline. When he's ready, he's like, mm, I've got this. 
but something else like an answer to prayer to a question that we're asking the Lord for understanding um, or provision or things of that nature that don't have an assigned time and date to them, be aware that the adversary is going to try to swoop in like a buzzard and steal it if he's able to. And it's your job to remain faithful, to know how the kingdom operates and be aware of what happens in the spiritual realm and be active with Holy Spirit so that you're able to respond when Holy Spirit gives you that information. All of the the times that we look at in the Old Testament and even the New Testament where we get to examine someone's life, what happened when, why, what was the outcome, it's a chance for us to understand spiritual truths that don't change because you're a male or a female or it's 2,000 years ago or it's today and times and seasons change. These are spiritual concepts that continue and they will continue until the earth remains in the Lord um, puts away all other authorities and we're just standing in his presence in the kingdom and sin is done away with, right? Yes. yes. So we should be aware that because we have the name of Jesus, if there's that kind of delay, Holy Spirit, what's happening? I know the moment I prayed, I received the answer and I know you're faithful to me and you released it. And is there a delay happening? Is the adversary involved? Do I need to bind something up? Do I need to loose you, Holy Spirit? Do I need to release my ministering angels? Coming to him to ask that question of what needs to be done next, because you know he did his part. And if you don't see it as you need it, then it's because the adversary has gotten involved somewhere, or maybe you've let go of your faith-filled confession, whatever it is, God will give you the answer, but it's never that he did not respond. Yes, mommy. So being wise and skillful to navigate that part of our walk with Christ so that we are successful and we're confident and we are strong and go from victory to victory as the Lord has already promised that he will lead us. Well, as you were speaking, mommy, the Lord was reminding me here is that um, there was two instances where he swore to Abraham Mm -hmm. and uh, the Lord showed me that this also refers to when he was offering up Isaac afterwards. He said, blessings, I'll bless you and multiplying, I'll multiply Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And how the Lord was reminding me that all the time that he was going through that process, he still have have faith even during after um, Isaac's birth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And most times we just think of it as as soon as Isaac was born, then Abraham could essentially slack off um, Mm -hmm. and that he no longer would need the faith because he already has what the Lord promised. Mm -hmm. But the Lord, as you said in previous episodes, mom, the Lord was not talking about Isaac in the specific sense Mm -hmm. when he said the seed, Mm -hmm. he was more so referring to Christ, Mm -hmm. which is, um, more important. I would say inside this regard, Mm -hmm. Isaac was good and all, but Jesus was more important than everybody else. (laughs) And how, when we understand that when he gives us a promise, it's not just the, how we think about it. And how we understand and what, um, how we perceive it, like we see inside the beginning of Acts, and where they said, "Lord, are you going to come back?" Essentially, mm-hmm. almost as soon as he went back up, mm-hmm. they thought he was going to come right back down and take them away, and mm-hmm. that's how they thought, and that's how they perceived it in their mindsets. But the Lord was talking about something totally different. Mm-hmm. While well, He did say some of these people in this generation won't pass away until um, the Son of Man returns, He was more so referring to something later in time. But they were busy focusing on that one point. As you were mentioning, Mama, we become focused on, I want to see it now and I want to receive it. And we just settle for parts of the promise that the Lord gives us instead of waiting for the whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like when you cook a meal, you could cook it quickly, but you're going to miss parts of it. Like for Thanksgiving, you can cook in an hour, but you might be missing everything except for the potatoes. But Mm -hmm. 
That's not what we want. It's going to be undercooked. It's going to be undercooked. Some things won't be present. You're just going to settle for the turkey when God laid out a whole entire spread. That's also a part of our faith um, to get everything that the Lord had Mm -hmm. included, not just what we deem the big thing, the main, the main meal, you know what I mean? So the primary course, the main course, as it Mm -hmm. were, just Mm -hmm. all the sides and fixings and everything else. Amen. So for our part, let's ensure that we don't miss out on anything that the Lord has for us. And we continue in faith. Amen to that. All right. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. Okay, I promise. Lord, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for providing for us, Lord, and being our God, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for showing us your word, Lord, and showing us the mysteries, Lord, and revealing it to us, Lord, so that we can learn more from you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Oh, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.